welcome to either uh, the last episode of uh, 30 Minute Apple or the first episode of 30 Minute Obsessions, depending on how things uh, suss out. Uh, either way, yep. um, I am uh, Eric in uh, Seattle. And I am Natasha in Australia and the northern uh, northern rivers, north coast of New South Wales. Hmm. And uh, welcome to our uh, humble podcast. And uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, the, I believe, uh, two things at least. Uh, one of them being the MacBook Pro, and the uh, yes. from Apple. And the other, I would like. I ha even I actually have notes and everything. Um, I would like to talk briefly about the Microsoft Surface. Oh, uh, you okay. know, in contrast uh, to Apple's uh, iPad, because uh, our work yeah. uh, recently switched over to them, and so I have some observations. Oh, cool. Uh, but first, but first, um, uh, the MacBook Pro. Oh my gosh! I tell you what, the uh, it came out, you know, a few weeks ago, and the reaction from the punditry and people was just, it was crazy. People. It just came out of the woodwork to say that this was a wrong decision by Apple. So many things were wrong with it and it was underpowered and it was overpriced. And why would anyone buy this? And, uh, the models that they still have out are, you know, way super underpowered and why are they still selling them and all of this. And, uh, people uh, just kind of, uh, didn't really know what to do about the touch bar, <coughs> excuse me, touch bar either. Hmm. Um, but uh, what do you think about it? Well, um, the first thing I thought, like, leading up to that Apple event was, why is there a keynote just for Mac? You mm. know, like, um, everybody feels like Apple doesn't really care about the Mac anymore. It's all about the supercomputer, iPad, etc. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this is really strange. And, um, yeah. And then I thought, well, I'd only just bought a new iMac because it was a Mac event, right? So we're thinking all Macs. Um, and I'd only just bought a new iMac in April or something. So I was like, oh, am I going to feel left behind or am I going to be okay? And um, so that was my lead up. And I think while I was watching that keynote, I was just like, oh, how does that touch bar actually fit into your workflow? Like whatever you're doing, mm -hmm. if you're a professional photographer, if you're professional graphics, you know, if you're web developing, if you're just Joe Citizen, Jane Citizen, you know, and you're just doing your emails and checking your Facebook or whatever, mm -hmm. how does that fit in? Does it fit in? Do you care? Do you even use it? Um, that was, that was my, my main thing. Um, and I, um, and then I, oh, no, I was just looking at my notes, sorry. I've got, wait, no more MacBook Air? So, mm. you know, this is now the thinnest computer. Okay, I can get used to that. That's fine. Um, we phased out the MacBook, brought it back, let's get rid of the MacBook Air. It's crazy times, but okay. Um... And the prices seemed really high. Mm -hmm. um, and afterwards, 
I exclaimed at my TV, was that it? (laughs) (laughs) Because it it just seemed a long event, but not that long, you know, but just long for one one device. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it was all kind of. Uh, <laughs> I guess. The, I guess the main word, like the word that I took away, was underwhelmed. Mm. Maybe some disappointment because I was like, "Oh, meh." Glad I didn't get up at four a.m. to or three a.m. to watch it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, that would be. Yeah, I, it would have been would... super cranky then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Um, because uh. uh in my future, there will be a, a MacBook Pro, and I was going to buy a 15-inch high-end, you know, uh, because I, I wanted it for my web design and, and web development. And Oh, sure, sure. I, yeah, so I'm aiming, I'm like, oh, yeah, four grand. I'm going to spec the heck out of it, you know, so I've got it for many years to come. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and I was looking at about four thousand. This is in Australian dollars. Obviously, that's probably you know fifty dollars in American. <laughs> right. um, but but uh, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I can get my head around that. We can aim for that. Um, and now four thousand is like, oh, sorry, you're not even going to come close to getting high end or or anything. Um, so that was a little bit disappointing as well because I'm like, sheesh, I've got to aim higher now if I want to because usually when I buy a Mac I like to get as high as I can possibly afford at the time mm-hmm. to ride me you know to ride it out for a while because I don't want to buy a Mac every couple of years sure some people do some people buy them every year that's fine um, that'd be sweet but I don't really need to I don't feel like I need to because usually you've spec'd it out enough that it's you know going along nicely with the software that you're using, its developments, and so on. So, yeah. Um, I know from being an Apple user and having worked for Apple for um, a while as well that it's always out with the old, in with the new, and you just move on, and mm-hmm. that's fine. But, um, you know, there were so many things. I've just got here that they took away the startup chime Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I felt betrayed, mm. <laughs> to say the least. But since then, um, one of my friends has um, given me a link that there's a way that you can bring the startup chime back. It's um, a series of little commands in your terminal, but that's not for everybody. Not everybody no. is confident jumping in there and, and, and putting that in. Um, mm. You know, so that's a bit unfair. Um, yeah, what else have I got? Sorry, I'm just going on and on here. Um, but the internet just blew up. Yes, indeed. And, um, it was as they were blowing up that I, uh, thought of a, um, it it occurred to me all of a sudden why the touch bar uh, made sense. Because when I first uh, heard about it, I was like, "Uh, What? This makes no sense. I don't understand how this helps. I don't understand what it's for or what it does or mm. what problem it solves. And mm-hmm. I, I thought, this, this seems like a gimmick and I don't understand. And uh, other pendants, you know, were like, uh, you know, it's dumb. Uh, so, uh, but then yeah. it, it occurred to me all of a sudden, 
um, oh my gosh, I know what it's for. It's uh, because, um, take me for instance, I don't know what those uh, function keys do. Uh, because I never go there or do anything. And also because the functions that they have are so rarely used, they don't deserve a key in my mind. And so I kind of ignore that entire row. And so I don't use the function keys. And because I don't use them, uh, the touch bar, you know, replaces those function keys. And so I'm like, it's replacing something I never used. That's dumb. But the fact that it can change per application means that it's useful. And so it can, you know, do things that you, you know, are important uh, to you. And since you can customize it, um, well, then it becomes a whole new way of, uh, of doing things. And so it occurred to me, that's what uh, the touch bar is for is so people will start going back up to that row and doing things. And the fact that it can be customized in particular means that it will be as useful to you as you want it to be. And, uh, so I guess I understand now, um, is that, a, is that enough to get me a new Mac? Oh my gosh. No, of course not. Uh, it, but it's an interesting feature. If I was, <clears throat> excuse me, if I was playing the MacBook pro today and if I had all the monies, um, I wouldn't turn it away. <laughs> you know, I'd be, mm. it, uh, I would, it would be interesting and I would use it and, you know, I'd, I would see what it's all about and everything like that. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I, I guess I'm cutting Apple some slack on it because <coughs> it's a brand new thing and we'll see how it works, how it susses out. I can kind of see the point now to it. Um, mm. so I guess it's okay. And I'm looking at, um, at my ancient uh, MacBook Pro, you know, from a thousand years ago, and mm. the, you know, there's the escape key, and then uh, you know, brightness down, screen brightness down and up, and then uh, this button here. I have no idea what it does. It's mm. I, I I have no idea. Uh, there's a button next to it. I don't know what that one does either. And this one here, I think, turns the key brightness up and down. Yep, two keys for that. Yep. And then there's pause, play, you know, for uh, sound for media. A video and stuff like that, and then volume up and down and eject. Mm. So, uh, so those two keys, I don't know what they do. I guess they're wasted because I never go there or do anything with them. Does the touch bar mean that I can use all of that real estate now? I guess it does. Mm. You know, it's Mm -hmm. a real estate that's being wasted. I never use the pause play or anything like that. It never occurs to me to use keys for stuff like that. I always mouse over to the player, you know? Uh, Yeah. So, uh, the thing that, uh, I remember ever using, uh, is the volume up and down for the speaker. That, that's pretty much it. And the eject key, of course, because that's, you know, yeah. um, so yeah, I guess I, I guess I get it, but, um, I'm also, uh, completely with the, uh, punditry that's talking about how underpowered it is. Yeah. And I always have half an eye on uh, gaming and uh, gaming is something that Apple has ignored since forever on, on their Macs and obviously will always ignore on their Macs. You know, one should never ever expect to be able to play a game on a Mac, but um, at the same time, uh, gee willikers, it does seem kind of underpowered for what you're buying, you know? Mm. Mm. And uh, a lot of the podcasts and pundits were talking about, you know, what constitutes a pro machine because it's a MacBook Pro that we're talking about. Yeah, And do, you know, uh, professionals, quote unquote, 
you know need more power and what do they do with it and things of that nature and i don't know i'm kind of with them when you compare it with other machines you know it does seem behind and uh yeah if i had to buy a macbook pro today it would be the fancy you know 15 inch one with the touch bar because that's the latest and greatest but i wouldn't be super excited about it i wouldn't go from the perspective of oh boy i get to you know i get a i get to buy a macbook pro it's like mm, well i guess i better replace it yeah yeah um the function keys apparently like in the keynote there was all sorts of oh from the audience but they are there that's part of the customization you can still have them um over the years there are some functions that i used to use in the keys like expose but that came into the um, trackpad. So when we had oh. gestures in the trackpad, that took away from using the keys. Um, I still use the, the brightness for the screen and not really the volume. Oh, no, I do use the volumes. I only just used them before. Um, but, uh, you know, customize it would be cool. I just, I guess really I'm thinking, what would it mean to me? Me in how I use my Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, after the the keynote, and I, you know, I was sort of thinking my things, and then when the internet blew up, I was like, oh, you know, you always get the haters. There's the Apple users that are haters, and then there's the hater haters mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. always hate and never use. Um, but there was more than just those, and there was more than the spoiled brats, and there was more than the the nerds. It was like it was almost like everyone had an opinion mm-hmm. about, firstly, the touch bar, which I, I think is cool. And But I thought the same. I thought it was a gimmick. I really want to see what it does for me. But um, but the underpowered thing, like they've always screamed underpowered for MacBook Pro since I've used Apple. Um, always. And I, But I, I agree this time. I was expecting to have my mind blown. You know, mm-hmm. touch bar, and then whoa, thirty-two gigs of RAM, or oh, you know, something mm-hmm. crazy like that, mm-hmm. or even sixty-four, um, making it like a portable Mac Pro. You know, so oh, it is yeah. something that you can mm-hmm. that you can take out and you can edit your four K video straight from the camera. You oh, know, this is what yeah. they used to do with the MacBook Pros years ago. You would be on site editing. Um, you know, huge photos for a, a, a fashion shoot or something, or you would be editing movies as you shoot them. But that doesn't seem to be the case anymore. And that's sad because I know myself I'm going to need something more powerful as my studies progress and I start to freelance and I do a lot more web design and web development, especially for that design part. Um, so I was a little bit sad that I would have to pay more than I had thought originally and probably not get much more increase than I was going to originally. And, um, you know, when I was looking at, because you had that fantastic uh, roundup of comments from different blogs and reporters and, Mm -hmm. you know, and publications and everything, and that was really cool to skim through because some people do sound like spoiled brats (laughs) <laughs> some people just have an yeah. Some people would just have a whinge because you know that's what you that's what they do about Apple. That's what their their uh, column is about or whatever. 
some people were just saying things that didn't even make sense. But then there was this big chunk of people that actually had valid points. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that I don't want to say the words, but uh, is this pushing the Mac out? Is mm-hmm. this step one? Or is this, I don't know, it's like, for goodness yeah. sake, just give us some expansions, you mm-hmm. know? Like, sure, that could have been your base range, but why can't I customize? Why can't I have some giant size, you know, capacity hard drive in there and 32 gigs of RAM? Why? <laughs> can't um, I? <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I think the entire internet and uh, punditry and uh, every person who follows anything Apple uh, at all uh, believes to their soul, apparently, <laughs> that mm-hmm. uh, Apple mm-hmm. has completely abandoned uh, the Macintosh, not the MacBook or you know iPad or iMac, but the Macintosh uh, mm. uh, forever, <laughs> because there hasn't been an mm. update to it uh, since the Nixon administration, and you know mm-hmm. since, since since there was electricity, and so yeah. <laughs> and uh, so ever you know so the Macs are gone forever. And uh, this MacBook Pro, like, you know, just said, oh, so does this signal, you know, like a waning of interest for the Mac? Yeah. You know, and so is, does it does this mean that Apple's intent is for everybody to move to uh, some flavor of iPad as their main, mm. main computer? And then there is the discussion about uh, the different processors that are in the iPads versus the MacBook Pros and what mm. all you can do with them and everything like that. And people saying, well, you know what? The processors in the iPad, um, uh, you know, they're really good. It's, you know, catching right up, you know, and how soon will it be before, you know, they're equal and, and or the iPad is better, you know, guys, you know. And then they come mm-hmm. out with this MacBook Pro that's, you know, wheezing and coughing. And <laughs> By com- yeah. <laughs> uh, compared to everyone's expectations, and so they say, uh, "Look, it's wheezing and coughing. iPads really fit, you know, mm, guys. The writing's on the mm-hmm. wall, you know." And so mm-hmm. all, all of that. So I don't know about that. It seems um, uh, Mac MacBooks are, seem, you know, viable. Excuse me, viable, and um, people use them. People buy them, and I don't know. It seems like they'll be around for a bit. It's a different way of computing than an iPad or a desktop, and that seems like a valuable way to keep, you know, to preserve. So, yeah, mm. I, it, we'll it's it's a hard one because I guess it's just you know people's opinions. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not like based on facts. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, based on uh, or I mean, speaking of opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, given the time we have left, I'll talk uh, ever so briefly about oh, please. Yes. Uh, the Surface. So uh, uh, work um, at work, I had a um, terrible, well, not terrible. Uh, that's too harsh. It was just old and slow uh, desktop along with uh, almost everyone else. And, mm. it, you know, it was fine. It got, the, it got the job done and everything like that. But it was old and slow. And then out of the blue, uh, the IT department said, hey, guess what? We're moving everybody, and by everybody, we mean everybody except for graphic design, who all use IMAX. Uh, mm. Everybody over to the Surface uh, uh, Surface Pro. I forget exactly what model that is, but as it was described to me, uh, there's the top-of-the-line Surface, and all of these are one step below that. So, um, anyway, it's uh, everybody's going to be... Um, going to surface and also in 
our department in particular, we got these two high ultra high resolution, very widescreen monitors. I forget the inches, but uh, they're like uh, letterbox monitors. They're really very nice. And so uh, I have been using the Surface now for a while, and <clears throat> the iPad is iPad is my favorite uh, computer. So, what's the difference? How do how do things uh, shake up? Uh, so uh, the first thing I noticed uh, the screen on the Surface uh, very sharp, really great. It looks awesome. It's um, I don't know about its uh, tech specs or anything like that, but just uh, looking at the screen, it's bright, it's sharp, it's vivid. Um, it's wonderful. You know, I have uh, no complaints. It's great. Uh, the trackpad, it came, it, the ones that we got <clears throat> came with a foldy, floppy uh, keyboard that also acts as its uh, cover. And there's a trackpad on that uh, keyboard cover. And it, oh, works, okay. uh, it works well for moving the cursor around. Mm. Uh, it's very accurate and it's very smooth and it accepts multiple touches, at least two, two fingers. I don't know about more than two. And so uh, that part is nice. But uh, unfortunately, it doesn't work all the time. For example, I'll oh. be in, uh, you know how in uh, the Mac on uh, the trackpads, you can tap mm. the uh, trackpad and it will register as a click. You don't have to actually physically depress the button. You know, you can just yes. tap and or even two mm. fingers, you know, tap and it registers as a click or a right click mm. or whatever. Um, mm. Unfortunately, the surface doesn't always do that. I'll be working in an application uh, doing my thing and I never physically click the button because I prefer to tap and uh, I'll just be tap, tap. Oh, it's not doing anything. So I have to move the cursor like off to an, to the desktop or away from the application uh, click mm. and then come back to it and then it starts remembering that it accepts taps as a click oh. so, so that's super dumb and mm. uh, I must say I disagree speaking of the MacBook Pro and iPads and everything I disagree with Apple's mm. public statement that the Mac laptop should not support both a touchscreen and a trackpad because after having used the Surface, I, I switch between them all the time. I enjoy doing it. Like I'll be um, typing something and I'll need to go select something, like a something in the corner or whatever. It's actually much easier for me to reach up and touch the screen to do it than to mouse over with the trackpad. Because the trackpad is very precise. But the flip side to the mm. precision is that I have to be precise in my mousing in order to get up to that, oh, yep. uh, you know, that object, or I can just reach up and touch it and it's just as quick. So, um, maybe the difference is the size factor for like a MacBook. It's, you know, the screen is physically farther away from you. And so it's more inconvenient to reach up and touch. And I guess this is what Apple's point is, but at least for a tablet mm. environment, it's very easy to switch between keyboard and touching the screen. And that's awesome. And uh, something that is uh, really cool is that, uh, and I have to commend uh, Microsoft for uh, making this work, at least on paper. Uh, so I mentioned, you know, we have the Surface and uh, two external monitors. Um, it drives all three monitors at maximum resolution yep. very easily. And you can click and uh, move your cursor around the oh. three monitors okay. very easy. And how I have my setup is I have the two external monitors in a V 
pointing at me, you know, uh, in a uh, yeah. theater type kind of situation. And uh, the surface uh, on my desk, uh, below them in the center. And so uh, I was able, through the display settings, to arrange the monitors. So uh, when I move my cursor up off of the surface, it goes up and mm. gets to the monitor that's physically above it right or left and so i have like oh, an yeah. upside down <coughs> excuse me upside down triangle of action you know between left monitor right monitor and surface down below and mm. it's very nice and easy to switch between you know move things from monitor to monitor and there's a keyboard combination where you can just uh, take an application and move the entire application from monitor to monitor and you know yep. uh put it on to one side of the screen or not and stuff like that that part works really well um, and so that is, uh, the surface I'm very happy with. It's very, uh, speedy and everything like that. Everything's working well, dot, 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 except for <laughs> everything that doesn't. And this is the part where uh, yeah. uh, Apple versus Microsoft, uh, distinguishes itself every single day, something goes wrong. And I mean yep. that without hyperbole. Uh, I literally mean every single day and by go wrong, mm-hmm. I mean, for example, um, one of the things that you're supposed to be able to do with the tablet is take it with you. And we got it with uh, all of our surfaces. Surfi <laughs> came with a docking station. That's very, <laughs> that's very nice. And so anyway, that's a, it's a giant plug that you uh, snap into the side of it that drives the monitors and everything like that. Um, so uh, for people who uh, take the surface, uh, you know, undock it, take it with them to a meeting, uh, as you mm. would expect, if you have applications and screens and stuff like that on all your monitors and then you undock it of course those screens and things like that tumble down and exist on your surface right as you Mm. would expect and so you go to your meeting you do your thing you come back and you redock it uh you would expect that uh all three uh, the two external monitors and the surface would come alive Mm. Mm, they don't Mm -hmm. uh every single time (coughs) uh, in fact uh not even docking and undocking that extends to just uh, locking the screen, you know, uh, just type, you know, Windows L to lock it. So you have to, you know, log back mm. in. To, uh, just so if yeah, you yeah. just, you know, Windows L your way and then go have lunch and come back uh, and then you wake the surface up um, every single day, uh, one of the monitors or the other will either not come on at all or it'll come on and be at the wrong resolution or the oh. ic- icons w- that you had meticulously arranged on your desktop or other monitors will be completely foobarred. And uh, oh. the solution is often can be can range from um, close the keyboard cover back and then open it back up, or undock and redock the um, surface. Or the one that, unfortunately, is my everyday situation. I have to physically unplug the power uh, from one of the monitors. So, like, if I uh, wake my Surface up and the left monitor, say, is at the wrong resolution, it's like, you know, 800 by 600 instead of, you know, a million by a million. Um, The only solution uh, is to uh, reach around the monitor and unplug the power and then plug it right back in. And then it works. I do this every day and it's frustrating AF because mm, uh, if, if everything worked on paper as it, you know, on, in real life, as it 
is supposed to on paper, it would be the bee's knees. I'd be just mm. super happy with everything. And I would think, Microsoft, holy macro, Microsoft, you actually figured things out. You're, you are yeah, working. Yeah. You know, all this time, all this research, new management, everything, it's, it's come together for you, Microsoft. Good job. You're awesome. Yes. Oh, but yeah. I can't say that because it's not true because every day something goes wrong uh whether it's the thing not clicking uh, th- uh i never undock my uh, surface you know what i do i take my ipad mm. to meetings haha <laughs> and mm. Mm. Uh, um and so uh i take my ipad to meetings because um it's easier for me to transfer whatever i do on it to my surface than it is for me to go through the dance of reconnecting undocking and redocking mm unplugging power you know whatever it is i have to do whatever voodoo i have to yep. perform just to get it back to where it was you know Ugh. and so anyway um since things don't work on paper i am I, it's so much better than what i was what i had before that yeah i i like it you know better and so my surface experience is largely positive um i just wish for example uh, I could just leave the surface running and have it never ever go to sleep or do anything, you know, when I'm not there. So it would preserve yeah. its, you know, monitors and stuff like that. And if it would just keep the icons in the same place, that would be great. And I don't mean uh, icons on the external monitors and versus the surface, you know, and you undock it. And of course, the icons should go. You know, back to the surface it should, they shouldn't stay on the external monitors where you can't reach them of course that's not what mm. i mean i mean i i oh i have only ever put icons on my surface never on the external monitors and so mm. uh i arranged them according to my workflow and everything like that that's part of my process uh yeah not so much i just have to keep a minimum i've had to adjust my workflow because of the surfaces inadequacies and um that's no good uh also no. oh oh i forgot to mention uh yeah. it, it comes uh, or the ones that we got came with a stylus and oh, yes. um it is okay i guess the thing is yeah. it it puts a cursor where it's going to point before it actually physically touches the screen you know like you uh, get like uh two yeah. three millimeters away and you know the a two or three millimeter gap between the surface of the glass and the uh tip of the stylus a little cursor yes. will appear and it says this is where your pen's going to go um uh, that's a little unnerving and i don't like that because it seems it kind of adds an artificial parallax effect you know where yeah. what i'm doing does not quite match what is on the screen you know like the glass is too thick you know yes uh yeah uh it's so that's you know that's a minor thing uh but it also has a um a click button where the eraser on a pen would be pencil would be and um i forget now as i as i talk about it but uh there's a difference between single and double clicking the pen you know uh, but anyway it's neat you know uh, i think it's double click if you uh, pick up the pen it snaps magnetically onto the edge of the uh, surface which is great yeah and uh so anyway you un you know unmagnetize it and um uh, double click it and i think it opens up some kind of like sketch pad or something like that anyway okay, yeah that's pretty neat uh but also uh what's weird is that you don't recharge it it has an internal battery that i'm 
uh, is supposed to last X number of years, like two years oh. or three years, something crazy like that. And then you have to okay. replace the battery or the stylus, I forget which. And, you know, that's a pretty penny. Um, but anyway, the idea is you shouldn't ever have to uh, worry about that. You just pick up the pin and go. And then when yep. you're done, just snap it to the edge and you're done. And I thought, well, that's great. You know, that's that's cool. Uh, the pin mm. itself is thicker than the Apple Pencil and it's heavier. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, But I don't really have a very much experience with it, I must say, because since I don't take it to meetings, I don't really have an opportunity to draw on it draw with it and uh, there's no need for the stylus as an input method for what I do so I uh, really can't say what all it's about but um, it looks nice and you know uh, seems to work okay so so I guess um, I guess my conclusion is um, you know surface uh, they're they're really good uh, the fact that they drive external monitors at all is a marvel you know, compared, yeah, that's cool. Compared to the iPad, the iPad doesn't do that at all, as far as I know. And um, so, uh, you know, that part's great. If only they could just clear things up and make it work smoothly, uh, that'd be great. Oh, uh, they also use uh, our, the ones that we have use Windows 10, and Windows 10 mm. itself is fine. I have no, uh, no big complaints except uh, for my... Uh, years-long complaint about Windows. It would be fantastic <laughs> if Windows would just merely alphabetize everything in the folder um, egali- with a uh, smooth egalitarian outlook, you know, because I mm. hate having uh, folders segregated from files. And so, uh, you know, I want, you know, A, B, C, D, regardless yeah. of what type of item is in that uh, window that I'm looking at, you know. Uh, I yeah. want A folder, uh, 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 document, B folder, C document, you know, that kind of thing. Not, yeah. uh, so anyway, uh, so anyway, surface, um, I'll give it a thumbs up. It's, um, you know, uh, the, despite the fact that it's every day with, you know, minor annoyances like this, uh, mm. it, it still works well. It's very, it's super fast. Oh my golly gosh. You know, it's great for that. And uh, yeah. everything seems to be working, you know, more or less uh, smoothly. So, yeah, I guess, you know, it's fine. I, I have no complaints. And uh, I go from my Surface to my uh, iPad Pro and with the pencil and everything. And um, I don't know, the difference between iOS and Windows 10 is still quite uh, stark. You know, there are yeah. different operating yeah. systems with wholly different purposes. And so it's not really fair to compare them, but uh, I'll just say that I feel uh, warm and fuzzy and cozy and comfortable with my iOS. Everything seems to be much simpler and more direct and fun mm. than Windows yep. 10. Um, but like I say, it, it, that's you know that's not a fair comparison because they're really two different goals. So um, yeah, there you go. Surface um, thumbs up in parentheses. <laughs> And yeah. uh, uh, Ma- from my end, uh, MacBook Pro uh, rates a question mark because <laughs> you know, I'm not just <laughs> yeah. st- still not quite sure what they're trying to do. So um, and I'm not in the market for one anyway. Uh, so, it, you know, it's kind of moot. But uh, it is interesting from my perspective, uh, not being in the market and, you know, not wanting one or needing one. Uh, it is interesting to see everything going on and. Uh, I too, even though it's not my machine, I too lament the elimination of MagSafe. I thought 
and still think that's one of the best oh, things that's ever. that's right, yeah. Um, and just today, just just like an hour ago, uh, my wife uh, tripped on recording and popped it right out of the MagSafe. And I thought to myself, yep. what would have happened just now if she had got a MacBook Pro? Uh, she'd have yep. been uh, adult words, <laughs> you know. Yeah, totally. Uh, so MagSafe, why? <laughs> why did they take that away? I don't understand that. that no, I don't understand either. Such a really interesting, fun, nice, safe, great, awesome, distinguishing feature. And it was taken away. And I don't truly don't understand what the deal is because that it's so marvelous. <laughs> Golly. So, anyway. Yeah. I That MagSafe has saved any Mac that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Because I, you know, because you, you've got to charge it at some point, and, of course, you're going to be still using it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get up to do something, and you trip on it, and you're like, oh, and an adult word came, comes out. But it's all good because you just flick the cable across the floor or whatever, and Mac's mm-hmm. there, sitting beautiful, going, whatever. <laughs> and yep. yeah, in a MagSafe so, world, your chief concern is oh, now I have to bend over. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> or you go, oh, actually, I am at a hundred percent, so I'll just leave it lying on the floor, <laughs> whatever. But um, if that's your new MacBook Pro with Touch Bar that costs mm-hmm. like a gajillion dollars, mm-hmm. smashed all over your floor, um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, I think some people are going to have some little, uh, you know, a few adult words to say and a few visits to the Apple stores because something bad's going to come of not having MagSafe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And I, I often wonder why we don't have MagSafe with all the devices because um, yeah. I tripped on my iPad cable once and it smashed smashed the corner of a um, screen on my sister's floor when I was visiting on the kitchen floor. Oh my gosh. Which was tiles. Mm-hmm. You know, that would have been nice to just have it flick out, but no, poor old iPad. You make an excellent point. It never even occurred to me. That is amazing. Why don't we have MagSafe on iPads and our iPhones I never understood matter? it. You were brilliant. never understood why it's not iPod, iPhone, iPad, why, why, why. Oh, that's amazing. Um, I guess uh, Apple Watch is <laughs> in the sense. Yeah, that... <laughs> well, yeah. I guess technically, yes, it is mad safe. Um, poor old Apple Watch, though. He's so light. If you tripped on that cable, you, your watch would go on the floor anyway. <laughs> yes, because that true. magnet is super strong. Um, <laughs> yeah. And also, it's uh, but, um, <laughs> as heavy as the watch. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> but yeah, I just I never understood that. Why? Hmm. Why not? But I'm sure there's a reason. Um, and I did have a comment from a friend of mine who works um, for Apple Retail. And unfortunately, I can't get in contact with them to be able to quote them, obviously, without their name or anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, just their opinion on the MacBook Pro being exposed to it. I would like to actually see one. And because they're new, often when you go into Apple stores, I know they did this with iPad Pro. Um, you know how there's like a gajillion Apple staff? Sure. And some are just there to be like, oh, hey, you're looking at the iPad Pro. Do you want me to show you a few things? 
-hmm. I want to go in and say, yeah, show me how this touch bar works. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't want to see it with Photoshop. I don't want to see it with a professional application or anything like that. I want to see what it looks, what, how you would integrate it with mail, notes, photos, mm -hmm. maps, mm -hmm. you know, all your uh, standard software that, that comes with it so that, um, you know, everyday person using the Mac, here's some cool things to do with your touch bar. Mm -hmm. I do know someone who brought one um, on the day they were released and I haven't had a chance to check with him what he thinks, but at the same time I'm like, oh, you know, it's, it, I'm not sure. Some people aren't even going to use that touch bar. They're just going to be up for a new Mac. They go in, they buy it, they use it like they always have. Mm -hmm. It's not like you have to use that touch bar. Mm -hmm. You know, you could just leave it standard with the volume and the F keys and whatever, mm -hmm. the function keys. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know what to give it because I haven't even seen one. Have you seen one in the flesh yet? Have you? Because you've been into I, Apple stores lately. Mm -hmm. I Excuse me, I have not. Nope, mm. uh, no exposure. Although, oh. uh, although uh, you uh, uh, remind me of uh, two complaint, a couple of complaints. Um, I have uh, three complaints, <laughs> actually, for Apple things. We left uh, the yes. thirty-minute mark uh, in the review mirror a little while ago, so uh, we did a little bit uh, in for a penny and for a pound. Uh, just think of it <laughs> as, as a bonus, dear listener. So anyway, um, there we go. Uh, uh, as you know, I have had constant lately complaints with both my iPhone mm. and iPad not charging mm. and I'll uh, you know insert the lightning connector and sometimes it will charge and sometimes it won't and worst mm. of all it will sometimes start charging and I'll ignore it and then it'll come back and it will only have charged like 5% and what exactly the hell and the thing is I've tried different um the thing that drives me bananas is that I've tried different cables and different outlets and different adapters and I get mm. random results uh, depending on what's going on. And so uh, perhaps there's some piece of fuzz uh, simultaneously in the uh, iPhone and the iPad. Um, yep. They are kept in and stored and carried in different environments. You know, my iPhone is in my pocket, so it getting... A lint or something like that in the port is actually likely you know it's not mm, just yeah. possible it's actually likely that that will happen but the ipad mm, is separate it's kept in you know it's carried in my backpack purse thing and i don't know it's kind of a clean environment and it's cleaner than my pocket as far as lint is concerned and mm. um so I don't really quite understand what's going on. And I uh, said I was going to take my things to the uh, Apple store. I think the straw for that was that broke that camel's back was when I set my iPhone onto uh, a stand I got a while mm. ago, the a rose gold stand for my previous iPhone. And uh, it, it, I realized that it wasn't charging and it wasn't seating all the way onto the adapt uh, onto the plug. Mm -hmm. on the, on my stand and so i'm like no this has got to stop and uh, but then that day was you know kind of busy and i could yeah i remember uh there was a, a super dumb meeting i had to go to instead of uh lunch and so um yeah. i couldn't take my things but uh yeah next week i'm absolutely going to go and say i i've looked myself 
with the flashlight, um, you know, to see if I could see anything, but I can't, but I'm not an expert. So what do I know? So I'll take it to the app store and see what's mm-hmm. going on. So that's, um, two out of the three complaints, you know, uh, iPad and iPhone one and two, uh, not charging or charging randomly. And I don't understand what's going on. Um, and that's at home and at work both. Yeah. So, uh, not just different, you know, c- cables or anything like that. It's two wholly different environments. So anyway, the number three, uh, complaint is, uh, about music. Uh, on Thursday or Friday, I looked for an album on uh, Apple Music and it wasn't listed at all. And I thought, no, I'm positive it came out today. Uh, mm. But since it came out today, is it just not, has the search, has it not been listed in the search or something? I searched every word I can think of, variation, trying to find this album. What's mm. going on? I couldn't find it, couldn't find it. And then, uh, uh, I went to a, I found a link for it, like on a website. And, you know, uh, so I, uh, got the link and I pasted it and it opened up, uh, Apple iTunes store and, uh, it was, uh, for sale, not for free. So it wasn't in Apple, Apple music. It was only on the iTunes store and my stupid brain, I guess, had long forgotten, assuming I knew in the first place that they were two totally separate markets and entities and that a searching one would not lead to a result in the other. And so I just went to Apple Music like I do for all my music and searched for it and expected it to pop up. It didn't. Why? It's super dumb. Why didn't it just tell me, yeah, this thing exists on the iTunes store. Do you want to go there and buy it? Or do you want to stay here with all your free stuff? You know, yeah, Why totally. didn't it tell me that? Why didn't it give me that option? And so, The app stores do that. Right. And so um, I thought, well, God bless America, Apple. Why are you doing this to me? All right, fine, mm. whatever. Uh, so, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I uh, uh, bought the album, which I really wanted, and because I was looking forward to listening to it on my commute and all of that. And so I thought, all right, well, you know, uh, sometimes he has cuts to pay. And so I did. And uh, so I bought it. And uh, then... Um, you know, I uh, select a download and stuff like that, and then I went over to uh, Apple Music, mm-hmm. and, it, and it didn't, and it wasn't there. And I thought, what? What? Do I have to play this from Apple, uh, from the iTunes Store too? That doesn't make sense. And so I went back to the iTunes Store, and I went back to the album, and I went to play it, and it just said purchased. And I could play individual songs, but I couldn't like select play album or anything like that. What? Mm. Apple. FFS, what are you, why, yeah, yeah. why, <laughs> and so then later, Apple Music caught up, and it synced, and it said, oh yeah, that album you just bought, is right here, man, no worries, now, what, no worry, because I bought that album like 10 minutes ago, why did it take this long for it to appear in my music player, which mm. is Apple Music, along with yeah. the other albums that I have bought, why did it take so long, that's ridiculous, and so... Then this ex- it bleeds into another complaint, which is uh, when I got to work, uh, back to work uh, after lunch, my iPad was there and I turned on my iPad and I uh, um, went to um, Apple Music to see if the album was mm. there. And it was, except, oh, but wait, there was a dialogue box and it said, um, you know what? You can turn on automatic downloads and this stuff will just come to your iPad automatically instead oh, of yeah. you having to do it manually. And so, uh, but the dialog box said, you know, uh, words to the effect, uh, you know, enable Apple 
automatic or enable automatic downloads, you know, to yeah. get all your stuff automatically. Swipe to learn more. So I swiped. You know what happened? The dialog box dismissed itself and that was it. It went to the home oh. screen and it gave me no information. And I thought, well, that's cheap. All right. Well, it's a setting. It's got to be a setting, right? Because yeah. it said yeah. to enable it. And so I went to settings and I don't know where it is, but I do know settings has a, you know, a search feature much touted by Apple. Yeah. Find anything in settings, dude. Just search for it. You don't really have to remember where things are. And that's me, man. I'll search for it. And so I went up to search for it. Zero results. Didn't even automatic what? What are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. And I th- But you just told me about it. <laughs> you just told me about it. Why can't... Yes. What is... What... And so, uh, technically, automatic downloads still aren't enabled on my iPad because I don't know how, despite the fact that the same IO, same OS told me to do it. And yes. told me to swipe for more. I swiped. It then abandoned me. Why? Uh, <laughs> why MagSafe? Uh. Why <laughs> this lack of syncing? And why tell me about something and then tell me to go F myself? Yeah, exactly. Um, I can tell you where it is, oh. but that does. That, but that's beside the point. But I will tell you anyway. <laughs> if you go to, um, hang on, let me just go into my settings on my iPhone here. Um, okay, so in the one that says iTunes and App Store, that's where your automatic downloads are. It's like the first thing you see. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Automatic downloads. So, yeah. So you know, it's there. But you're right. Um, you know, Apple says, ah, don't worry about it. Settings, it's giant. Settings is just giant. So just search for whatever you know, need. That's cool. Look what it and says. Then you have... It says at the top, you know, it says your Apple ID and uh, Touch ID is enabled for all purchases. Oh, that's nice. Right under that, what's it say? It says automatic downloads. What? This is exactly the thing it's supposed to find. Yep. Exactly. I'm going to search it now. Automatic. Oops. Matic. Downloads. Uh, nope. Nope, nope, nope. I've spelled it correctly. Yeah. Nope. For, uh, no setting says no. Uh, for I, uh, If you just search for automatic, you know, it says yeah. uh, I have uh, four results. Uh, call audio routing which you may find yeah. the general and accessibility things. Then you have set automatically, whatever that means, mm. but it's under general date and time. All right. Mm. I guess we can understand what that means. Infer, I should mm. say. Uh, next is automatic recording length for GarageBand, the app. And another app, mm. iMovie, automatic slow motion effect. There mm. you go. Nothing about downloads. I just search downloads, nothing. Oh, yeah. Just downloads on its own, nothing. Yeah, I get uh, three, um, three and results. Yeah, if you do for uh, keynote numbers and oh. pages, if you want to download things automatically oh. from um, iCloud, apparently. So, yeah, nothing oh, okay. from the core. Uh, I searched just auto, and I didn't get much more than you did. Auto hyphenation in iBooks, auto save to library in Incredibooth, mm. which is an app that I have a photo app. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, Apple, so. Uh, you know, I guess uh, Microsoft distinguishes itself by having square wheels in overall functionality, core functionality 
of the device itself, and Apple squ Square wheels itself in software operability. Ah, heavy sigh. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> um, you know, what's next? <laughs> I guess is what you think. Um, I know I love my iPhone 7 mm -hmm. Plus. Oh, I think I know what you're going to say. Mm -hmm. I, oh, no, I'm just going to say that um, I just love it. And oh. I just I just love it. That's it. That battery <laughs> just... The battery, it just goes for days. Mm -hmm. Well, it doesn't literally, but... Um, <laughs> it feels like it. Um, oh, it does. It feels like I can just do whatever. I can do a whole big ton of Pokemon Go and then, you know, stream some Apple Music, do some other stuff. What? I'm only at 75%. That's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you know, on the weekend, sometimes I can use it. Uh, like, I'll use it all day and my mm -hmm. iPad, but I just... I love it so much. I just want to use that phone all the time. So um, sometimes I don't even get any iPad out. I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm just on my phone. But no, what was I going to say? What did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to comment about the scratches. Well, you know, at first I was like, oh my gosh, what did I think I was doing getting jet black? But... <laughs> But at the same time, I'm so glad I did, and I don't even care. My care factor is gone. I'm like, you know what? I wanted this sexy thing, and I got it, mm -hmm. and there is going to be a little bit of battle scarring, and that's okay. <laughs> uh, my uh, battery experience is uh, diametrically opposed to yours. Um, I, I can play um, Go, and uh, usually when I get to work, I will say my battery, and now, now this is, I unplug my phone, I'll say, mm, oh, I don't know, 6, 6.15-ish, you know, around there, mm. that, that neighborhood, and um, I'll plug it back in, I'll, I'll plug it in at work, mm, I don't know, 7.38, that neighborhood, you know, something like that. Uh, when I so in the in that amount of time after you know using the navigation maps to get to work to see what yep. the fastest route is, uh, using uh, playing uh, podcasts over Bluetooth to an external Bluetooth speaker I have in my car because my car is old enough that it doesn't connect to Bluetooth speakers. It will for oh, phone yeah. conversations, but not for you know anything else. It's weirdly dumb in that regard. But anyway, so I have an external speaker just for that and uh so i uh, connect to bluetooth for that so i will have navigation uh pokemon go going and um playing a podcast at the same time and i leave pokemon go going because uh, uh i always 100 percent every day get into a traffic jam and uh since it's uh, stop and go that's an opportunity to get some distance on eggs right and yeah, because yeah. it's uh, slow yeah. enough that you're not uh you know it's not asking you if you're a passenger uh, so it's slow enough oh, to yeah. actually get you know things on your eggs and hatch them and stuff like that so, and that's uh, if i don't do that that's just a wasted opportunity right because it's not I'm, yeah, not, exactly. I'm not doing anything else and so um anyway uh, so all those things going when i get to work my battery's usually in the 60s and so that's mm. Uh, but I guess that's what maximum drain, you know, that's everything going at once. So I guess I'm okay with that. Uh, but, yeah. um, you know, 
at the same time, uh, gosh, 60, damn. <laughs> uh, but yeah. uh, since I plug it in right away, you know, I don't really know. I don't have much experience with how long it would go after that when I'm not using it so heavily. Because at work, uh, I have it playing uh, Pokemon Go all the time. And uh, yeah. but but that's because it's plugged in, you know, on my stand when it connects. Mm, and yes. <laughs> um, uh, but if I didn't play Pokemon Go, I'm sure the battery would last, you know, forever. It's a uh, Pokemon Go is not- notorious for draining batteries. And oh yeah. Um, but if I didn't, you know, if I didn't have Go going, I'm sure my battery would be uh, super awesome, and it would be lower than yours, I expect, because I do the navigation and the Bluetooth at the same time. Correct. You know, yeah. and and also uh, I call them jam opportunities. <laughs> you know, uh, there are sometimes <laughs> when the uh, traffic is at a dead stop. You know, I'll uh, do the illegal thing and uh, do just a tiny bit of surfing, you know, or something like that. See what's happening yeah. on Twitter, you know, something like that. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, sometimes using it more than others, but still, um, I shudder to think what my battery percent would be if not for the giant battery inside the iPhone Seven, right? So yeah. Um, uh, yeah, if I think about it, like on the weekends, you know, when I unplug it, I don't do as much uh, heavy work with it. So I guess, come to think of it, my performance is probably about the same as yours. But um, my situation, my uh, use of it is uh, much different. I use the hell out of my phone every day, twice a day, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I use mine more on the weekend because I don't have it with me while I'm working, really. So it's just sitting in my bag you know, getting messages and doing its thing. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, it's not out with a purpose. But on the weekend, it goes everywhere with me because um, even just around the house, like even if I'm at home all weekend, it's still with me because I'm taking photos and I'm uh, checking social media and I'm doing all sorts of things with it, uh, making notes, adding reminders, constant, constant, constant. Probably similar to what you would do in your workflow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you would add bits and pieces during the day, which I still do at, at work, but I'm just it's not the same. Like, you've got it on your desk. Mine's in my bag because I'm out with customers. I don't have a... Oh, sure. A, yeah, desk situation kind of thing. So, um, yeah. Um, How are you liking the uh, home button, the non-physical, solid-state, unmoving uh, home button? There is uh, a few things about the iPhone 7 that I've actually started to take as a natural thing, Mm -hmm. and that's one of them. I don't know how we ever not had haptics before, and I have it turned on for everything. So, you know, I'm the person that the first thing I do when I get a new iPhone is turn the sound off. I don't want to hear me tick, 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 tick as I'm doing a text, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to... Oh, I hate that. I don't want to hear it click on or click off. Oh, I just shh, stealth, <laughs> you know, um, just shh, mm-hmm. you're using your phone. You don't need everybody to know that. And I don't, I have it on, it's on silent 24-7, always on silent. Unless, uh, unless I'm playing a game, which I was playing Star Wars, um, what's it called? Star Wars uh, Heroes. This morning I started playing that, and you kind of need to hear the Star Wars music and everything, and the sound <laughs> of lightsabers and everything. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> but but normally, uh, silent. Yeah, I have a ringtone set and everything, but it's all on silent. So, um, 
I don't have vibrate. I don't have any of that stuff. But the haptics, I was like, oh, you know, all right, I'll have it on for everything, you know, because I can always turn it off if it annoys me. I -hmm. love it. It clicks for everything. And I know that I've chosen something or I know because I'm obviously in silent. So instead of just relying on me tapping on something, it sort of clicks. And when you choose something in a in a menu, you know, where you get like a rolling scroll choice kind of little, I don't know what they call that, but it's like rolling. It might be a date of birth oh, or oh, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And it rolls mean. and it's like click, click, click. And then it like clicks when you choose it and you click mm-hmm. done. And I'm like, oh, this is so cool. It is. I it think, is. It's a delight. I, yeah, it is. And I thought that I would hate it. Oh, why is it clicking in my hand all the time? Oh, turn it off. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I um, I love it. I think, you know, the watch got me used to the, having that because you don't have to look. You can just, you know, oh, yeah, I got that right. Oh, yeah, I got that right. And same with your watch. Oh, yep, that I know what that tap is. That's a message. Oh, I know what that tap is. That's my email. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know that um, Star Guide's telling me that what the uh, stargazing conditions will be like tonight. Mm-hmm. I know them all. And the haptics aren't quite as individual, but I just, I really like it. It's, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like you, it's like you're connected to your iPhone more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, on a silent, on a silent level, mm-hmm. um, like secret, like your watch. Because nobody knows you're getting tapped mm-hmm. when you're getting tapped on your watch, and it's kind of the same with the phone. Um, yeah. The other thing that I love, which I didn't have before, was 3D touch. Oh, now all of a sudden everything I own has 3D touch. Well, no, it doesn't, but I try because mm-hmm. I forget which device I'm on. <laughs> um, that's such a natural thing to do now. Before I was like, oh, hang on, hang on, what? how do you use this again? Do you press everything? No, now I'm starting to know which apps offer it. Um, I use it all the time for messages, mm-hmm. unless I'm wanting to send stickers and things, and I'll go in and and I'll um, I'll use mess- messages in the app. But um, I mainly use it for like my reminders and uh, alarm clock and things like that. Don't have to open the phone. It's the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I use Maps every day. That's how you know I 3D touch for. You know directions to work and to home. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've uh, taken to uh, whenever I get something, I'll three uh, D touch it to see what's what. You know, mm. see uh, see what it does and uh, things like that, and I file it away for future reference because, um, yeah, I'm all about it. Mm. Uh, and I know we got extra features uh, with iOS 10, which you know I know I know no different because I never had any. I didn't have. Oh, sorry. I didn't have a 6s to um, to compare with. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they're two of the main things that I love. Um, there was another thing, but I've forgotten now. But just yeah, 3D touch and the haptics. I, ca- I just I can't get over how cool it is and how how did we not have it before? I feel like we've always had haptics. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I, I I know what you mean. It's uh. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Oh, oh, um, I forgot about a major uh, a, a complaint I have actually for the iPhone, um, and I'm not yeah. sure what it is. Who's responsible? I, I mentioned that I have a Bluetooth speaker. Since yes. getting um, 
iPhone 7 with iOS 10.x, whatever it is. Mm. Mm. Um, uh, things don't play uh, the audio smoothly all the time. Uh, there will be like in the middle of a podcast or a song or something like that. Um, in the middle of a podcast in particular, it, uh, I'll be listening to it and it will sound like it's stuttering, like it's not getting all the bits it can for a download, you know? And uh, it's uh, like trying to catch up to itself or something like that. It sounds just awful. And it goes on for like five, ten seconds. And I thought it was because uh, maybe it was the podcast app. And so I switched to a different app. No, it doesn't then. I thought it was because it was using the radio to uh, get you know directions or update things. And I thought, all right, I won't use Maps or Pokemon Go or anything. I'll just use the device alone by itself. No, it still does it. I thought, well, I, I guess I'm down to th- b- believing that my Bluetooth speaker and iOS 10 don't quite like each other. Yeah. Uh, that would be, I guess that's what I'm, the only thing left, really. Uh, because I've tried different apps. I, it does it with music as well. Um, and uh, there was something else. Oh, yes. Uh, for uh, music in particular... Uh, I'll have a playlist and I'll start playing it to uh, shuffle, for example, and uh, to play, mm, I don't know, whatever, f- four, five, six songs. And then all of a sudden, silence. And it will be playing, quote unquote, on my phone. I can see the seconds tick up, but yeah. uh, nothing is coming out. And uh, the, way, the way to fix it is to pause it and then unpause it. And as soon as I unpause it, it plays. And so I'm beginning to think that there is something afoot with my... Um, a speaker or something like that because uh, I haven't heard other people complain about this problem and a problem this you know pronounced would be kind of widespread it would make the news you know so yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm uh, I guess my uh, unfortunate unfortunates is that uh, my speaker is and iOS uh, 10 uh, don't really agree on everything hmm. I I wonder if it's a bluetooth thing Oh, Bluetooth, yes. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. As in, um, you, your speaker might be Bluetooth, you know, 2 point whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. But um, iPhones made for the newer Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. That could very well be, yeah. That, that's just a guess. Just a guess go, saying, you know, sort of going on what you're saying. Because mm-hmm. um, it's obviously working, but it's just not working quite properly properly so mm-hmm. and uh, um, that would be my guess uh, I'll buy that for a dollar and uh, uh, okay. may I briefly say um, speaking yes. of audio uh, you know the big hubbub with taking away the audio jack on yeah. the iPhone 7 um, yeah. and I have said uh, publicly you know F wires forever I'm so sick and tired of wires okay here's yeah. another reason I don't like wires um, yeah. every uh, every device I own almost uh, has some kind of cable rustle or bad connection with the uh, 3.5 pin. My iPhone, uh, mm. my uh, iPad does. My 3DS, my Nintendo 3DS does. Uh, there's something else I was using the other day. And anyway, if you just like touch the audio jack, all of a sudden there's scratchy, you know, mm. uh, interference and stuff like that. You know, it, it's not seating correctly. And and the thing is, it's uh, you know, important to point out, it's true with my headphones at work or my little earbuds at home and regardless of device. And so, yeah, uh, uh, the, the jacks don't fit very well between 
devices and plugs and stuff like that. It's not a perfect deal. And so I'm, I'd much rather have uh, either no wires or, I guess, uh, the Lightning since it seats more firmly, I suppose. I don't know. But whatever it is, um, no, I, I have no love for that uh, old Jack anymore. Not that I no. particularly loved it to begin with, but now I actively dislike it. So it can go away. I'm I'm fully behind Apple's strategy. Can I say, with the adapter, um, like the sound on the iPhone, uh, the stereo speakers, mm -hmm. I... Oh, this is a whole other thing. Anyway, you know when you rent from iTunes and it pops up on all your devices? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Five rentals I have sitting there. Are they on anything? No, they're only on the iPhone where I got them. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh, no worries. I'll just turn on my Apple TV third gen and I'll, um, I'll just stream it from the iPhone to TV. That's no worries. AirPlay. No. AirPlay. No. no, no, no. So I can, air, I can AirPlay any other time, but I couldn't AirPlay last night. So anyway, um, and a couple of the rentals wouldn't download, so I've had to report a problem with those within uh. iTunes. But the one I did get, um, I just watched on the iPhone. Oh, and man. That's dumb. It, it is dumb, but it was really good. And I often listen to music like that because I'll be like, oh, I really want to listen to that song. So I'll just enter Apple Music, find it, and play it. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to get up and, you know, plug in. I don't have any Bluetooth speakers, so I have to plug in with auxiliary. And um, I was listening to a couple of albums this morning while I was doing some study. And I have an auxiliary cable, so headphone jack to headphone jack at the back of my iPod Hi-Fi mm -hmm. into the adapter mm -hmm. into the iPhone. Mm -hmm. Magic. Mm. And and uh, I have a very small commute <laughs> when I'm actually catching the bus and I don't uh, carpool. So um, my small commute is about 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so now and then I will actually listen to music via the adapter and my normal Apple in-ear uh, headphones mm -hmm. or earphones. Um, it's, it's amazing. The sound is amazing. They're, everything about this phone is an upgrade. Like I've gone from six to seven, which, you know, for a lot of people, if they don't really care, they wouldn't even know the upgrades, mm -hmm. but I notice them and I feel like I've had an upgrade and there's nothing about this phone that I don't like. And yes, stuff the headphone jack, who even needs it? You know, <laughs> mm -hmm. now, uh, maybe I would have been saying something different if there hadn't been an adapter included. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, bring, bring on the AirPods. Bring on the AirPods. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, magic, I have a magic uh, magic story. I guess uh, we should end on this magic story because... Uh, yeah, I think we should. <laughs> uh, and that magic is um, there was in a, a, a World of Warcraft convention and it was being yes. uh, streamed and, uh, you know, certain events were, I should say. And uh, the whole household was, you know, interested in that. And, uh, but we mm. couldn't, uh, you know, I thought to myself, how am I going to show it on our big, you know, on our TV, on the big screen? Mm. And so I thought, oh, uh, you know, and uh, I got a um, worry in my tummy over airplay and stuff like that. Because airplay never works. It just never works. And so I thought, well, uh, but then <clears throat> I tell you what happened. I browsed to the website on my iPad 
and then mm. um we you know that has the videos and you know you can play it there on the ipad which is nice mm. um but then i turned on the apple tv and uh, when i did a new option appeared that i had not seen or noticed before and that was uh air uh airplay i forget the exact name but it's like airplay mirroring yes and yes. And, and so i turned that on magic it was the entire screen appeared on the television yes and so what yeah. i did was i navigated you know to the video and then i just put a tapped a full screen play and so the entire video filled the entire screen and that was it yeah. no navigate you know no chrome or anything uh around it just pure picture huh. and the picture itself was brilliantly sharp and clear and awesome and mm. perfect and the audio was great and rich and loud and awesome and so yes. the entire experience was absolutely magic and golden and perfect and just what you would want in the future you know i uh, here is a video i'll play it and i'll play it on the big screen and it pops out just rich and awesome and so mm. uh i must say every now and again uh, there is like some real uh <laughs> true magic you know coming out of um apple things and so uh that one uh worked uh flawlessly perfectly uh no complaints whatsoever i have uh since then uh, mirrored things from my iphone and uh, yep. ipad uh and it, it just uh everything on your phone you know appears as is on uh yeah. on the television uh icons at all and so yeah just do whatever you got to do play a game you know it doesn't matter yeah. it, it appear on the big screen and you're good to go so mirroring uh, is amazing uh I, and, and, and every time i have tried it it has worked uh, perfectly and immediately mm. Uh, it has never once, uh, you know, hiccuped or, you know, like, oh, I can't find your device, you know, or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is, so I guess, I'm, I suppose mirroring has replaced AirPlay or whatever. I don't know. I don't care. I just know uh, that it works and I am happy. Um, mirroring, yeah, has been around for a while. It's, it is amazing. And it's one of those things that if you... Um, are on a Mac or something too, where you, you can still airplay, but the mirroring's really cool. I knew I knew people that used to do it um, because they had, like, say they had an 11-inch MacBook Air, but they thought, no, I want to work on a big screen or play WoW on the big screen, so they would mirror it. Oh yeah, yeah, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. I've done that before on my <laughs> TV. And you've, you've got your characters are like life-size. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but I'm not sure why I didn't have the option to airplay from the videos app watching this rental mm-hmm. last night. I have no – I mean, I could use the on, – on the iPhone, I could use the remote to actually, you know, work the Apple TV. I could use the remote app. So we're mm-hmm. all on the same network and everyone's happy. But when I went into that uh, rental – there was no icon there to to airplay it. Um, I, I couldn't even mirror it. There was no other options. There was just, you know, play, rewind, fast forward. That's it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was very strange. You know, whereas I'm using, I've been watching anime, so I've been using Anime Lab app, and um, that airplays beautifully to the Apple TV. So I'm not sure what happened there with the videos app. Maybe it's mm. not in there anymore, and I just thought it was. I'm not sure. Mm. This is very strange. But we've um, we've gone over. Uh, quite a bit, yes. <laughs> more than yeah. double. <coughs> Excuse me. Over, us, than over the second episode. time that we said we'd gone over, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Right. So uh, I, uh, we hope you enjoyed, like I said, either the last episode of 30 Minute Apple <laughs> or the uh, yeah. inaugural episode of uh, the new podcast. And uh, um, uh, I'm sure I'll tell you what, if it's the first episode of the new podcast, I'll uh, record a separate intro to explain what's going on and why. So uh, yeah. I'm glad you uh, listened to that explanation, uh, dear listener, uh, a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, good night from Seattle, USA. And goodbye from Beachside, Northern New South Wales. Woot! <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, dear listeners, yes, it is true. Uh, this was the final episode of 30-Minute Apple that you will find on this particular feed. Uh, this uh, podcast is moving to a different feed. It is necessary for me to consolidate things and for various logistics reasons and whatnot, who fors, uh, I need to move things over. But both Natasha and I are uh, going to continue to talk about Apple things as much or more, actually, than we have before. And the URL for that new feed, for that, um, uh, how the new hotness is going to be on uh, 30minuteapple.wordpress.com. And I'm going to post this episode. And then I imagine a week or two after this episode posts, uh, the new feed and new podcast and everything like that will be available for your listening pleasure. And it will be uh, super fun. And the website will be much more dynamic and fun and interesting and uh, pretty. So uh, improvements are coming. And they'll be here in just a couple of weeks, I imagine. And uh, Natasha and I both enjoy listening, or excuse me, <laughs> talking to you guys uh, very much. Uh, we enjoy uh, podcasting about Apple things uh, quite a bit. And we are absolutely going to continue to do so, uh, just at a different location. And you will find that new URL, that new podcast, that new location, uh, once again at uh, 30minuteapple.wordpress.com. Right, I will see you over there.